people are used to our stupid shit. Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Natural Pines Resort, the adult playground, over 120 acres for your nudist slash lifestyle fun. Go out each week and see their different themes and activities they've got going on. Visit them at www.naturalpinesresort.com. Let them know your good friend Casba sent you. And don't forget, August 2nd through the 4th, we're having our big crazy summer nights out at Natural Pines Resort. See you then. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers. Welcome back to another edition of Crazy Truth. I am your host with the most. I am Cole. I'm here with the lovely, lovely Miss Amanda. Hey. And we've got sound guy trying all kinds of new shit, so we're driving him absolutely insane. <laughs> it's shit with oh. us, too. No shit. That's what, what are you doing? Are you deferring me? That you have a big white scuffs on your sunglasses. Well, it's because I grabbed the wrong pair. My other pair is somewhere else. I don't know where they're at. The nice thing is when you have 250 pairs of sunglasses floating around your house, you always have a pair handy. <laughs> Fuck the bat single, man. I got, I got shades at the ready. So I'm like, ah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right. So, hey, so here's the deal. Uh, this would be season two, episode 30, or in real life, it is actually season two, episode 62 uh, of The Crazy Truth. Why are you looking at me like that? How are you remembering that? Because I'm smart as a fucking whip. <laughs> you had <laughs> the whole first season, you couldn't remember what number you Look, were. Look, I'm happy just to be here, because I do the other stuff with them, though. And if, you, if you're watching us or you see us on these videos uh, that we'll be posting soon, uh, you see our new window stickers, our, our, mm-hmm. our show your crazy Casma pride, fuck off window stickers. Uh, and oh, here, here, you hold this up. Yeah, hold this up. We've got the crazy Casma uh, shirts, first round of shirts are in. So show your pride, tell the rest of the world to suck it and uh, do the Casma way. That's what it's all about. Higher. <laughs> My arms are short. Quick, quick, stat! Somebody hurry and get the somebody hurry and get the fucking studio, the step stool. You know what we need to have in here. We're gonna have to pin some of the stuff up on our wall back here. Some of our stuff. We need to get a shirt for our uh, mascot there, our, our our kangaroo. The closest thing I'm allowed to get a real kangaroo. The stuff our it our is people the closest thing. Yep. It's so awesome. Okay, so uh, here's the deal. I, there was there sex stories. Sure, probably. What the hell? All oh, hell is broken. <laughs> the sound. The sound guy. Oh, oh, that's bad. There we go. There's our good buddy, the kangaroo. This is the closest thing I'm ever going to get to a real kangaroo right here. So Miss Amanda thinks. So, uh. No, I know. Uh, Hoppy. We need to come up with a good sexual name for him. Like a porn name for the kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> now nobody can see me. Okay, here. You sit here. All right. <laughs> wow. Hey, look. Peter started to listen to our show. <laughs> Gosh, what is a good name? <laughs> Somebody help us come up with a good name. Somebody, so, hey, here's the deal. If you help us name the kangaroo, it's got to be a good name. Help us name the kangaroo, you get a free uh, free patch. We'll send you a free Crazy Casma patch. That's what we'll do for the best name. Okay. I keep and, thinking boinging. <laughs> it's boinger. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, somewhere there was something fucked up that happened involved somebody's pussy or penis. If it was really fucked up, it was probably Florida. Uh, but anyway, so... <laughs> <coughs> Cough gag sputter. So, hey, we got a couple of really good questions, though, tonight. And so, uh, and actually, either one of these questions, I don't know if we're even going to get to both of them tonight. 
That's how good the questions are. Okay? So, here's the deal. Again, I'm going to start this off. We talked about serious subjects, right? And sometimes we crack jokes. We so, do. Uh, it just, no, we're laughing with you, not at you. Uh, but so it is what it is. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and away we go. Okay, so the first question comes to us from T&T, and they're in Iowa. I okay. almost started singing, but that'd be copyright <laughs> infringement. No, it's not copyright infringement if you say no, ACDC. No one wants TNT. to hear. No one wants to hear me sing. <laughs> it's all good. It <laughs> Anyways, can be scary. Hey, look, we. Oh, hey, you know what? I actually saw a total side note before we get to the question from TNT. So we're on. I'm on the Swingstock page. Okay. Okay. So somebody put, "Hey, does anybody know who the two uh, uh, who the professional wrestlers were that were at?" Swing stock. <clears throat> and so somebody else put on there, hey, look, what happens if swing stock stays at swing stock? So what I'm doing is I'm putting out there right now, look, if you're one of the professional wrestlers uh, that were there and you're a swinger, get a hold of us. We want to we, we want to talk to you. Rock on. So that would be, I, I know we have some people like that. We have some A-listers on our page, uh, our secret page. Shh. Crazy Casba. Facebook. Uh, anyway, so I know we have... They'd we, have to email you first. Right. But, yeah. uh, you know, so to let us know. So that's pretty cool. Okay. So let's get back to the question from TNT uh, in Iowa. And this is a really... This is... <laughs> should have come up with a different one. <laughs> this, this is a really... This is a really unique question. Okay. Uh, so the question is this. They are having... They are experiencing some new challenges. Okay. okay. So let me give you the background because I've talked to these folks... And so I've got the background story. So they are a relatively new couple. Okay. Okay. So they're dating. Uh, one of them is a very, very experienced swinger in the lifestyle. Okay. Uh, 15 plus years. Okay. The other one is brand new to swinging, has some kink experience, but is brand new to swinging. Okay. Okay. Experience. And so the challenge that they are having is... There is a uh, is is how to uh, one partner totally is is so they're both very supportive of each other and they're they're communicating well which is awesome but one is uh, is all in on uh, she's all in on him playing okay mm-hmm. she just she's still going through the newbie swinger things of her playing mm-hmm. okay. And so how, how do you deal with, how do you, how do you work with that? And, and people go, well, well, that seems like an odd question. It's really not because it happens all the time in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If you go to most any uh, websites, uh, whether it be paid sites, whether it be like our secret page, shh, uh, whether it be Reddit, you name it, you will see a lot of times where, where in there's a relationship where, one person's been in the lifestyle for a long time or has experience in the lifestyle and the other person doesn't. So this is a very real thing that people deal with okay. out there, okay? So I think, for me, the first part of this whole thing is step one that they're doing really, really well is they're communicating about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what you have here is you have a couple that understands this is something that you can't just ignore. You can't just like hope it magically solves itself. This is not lucky fucking charms. This is, you know, you have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Now, here's the thing. This couple doesn't live together. Okay. So, so, you know, they're having to communicate. They're having to, they're having to work to communicate. So, hey, kids, let's take just a second and throw this out here. 
part of a successful relationship is it takes work. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're literally having to work to communicate with this because it's via phone calls and texts and plus in-person stuff all as they go. Right. Okay? So to me, the first thing is you have to communicate. Mm-hmm. You have to be very, very honest about the concerns and the fears. And, and the feelings. And, and the feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I guess the first part of this would be how... I, I want your opinion as a woman. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, you're a woman. Checking your boobs. Uh, so it, the uh, the first thing with it is, because in this case, the guy is the more experienced okay. swinger. How much should, how much is too much on trying on his part of trying to work through this in terms of, typical guy thing is to just go, I'm trying to see how to do this. want to make sure we're married 26 years too, uh, is, is to go, you know, you, you want to take in and you want to make somebody understand, but you don't want to take in and try to. Or sometimes it's just easier to just go, well, fuck it. Never mind. Let's go that way. Mm-hmm. So so how how much how much do you think is too much for a guy to try to make sure that a woman understands their point of view and tries to get across that message? <laughs> Which message? Well, just, okay. Number one, I think the first that's a great question. The first question is, what's the message you're trying to get across? I, I think the first message that you have to get across to the new person is it's okay to be feeling that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, w- when you think about it, we were all new at one point in time. Mm-hmm. I think that it is, my personal opinion, it's probably easier, right, to have went through all these steps that you go through together as a couple versus when one's head of the other. Right. Okay, let me back up. This is I'm not doing this right. <clears throat> Jeez, oh, it's like my first fucking time. God. Okay. For those of you that don't know, there are steps that every single couple goes through when you start swinging. Yes. Okay. There is there is jealousy. There is guilt. There is confusion. There is there is all kinds of shit. Right. That's more leading up to it, though. No. No. You. Know, well, I mean, yes. Okay. <laughs> Expand. <laughs> no. Okay. With certain aspects of it. Okay. Jealousy, yeah, that's going to come and go until you're extremely comfortable. And then sometimes it can still creep up when you least expect it. And all of a sudden, squirt, there's jealousy. <laughs> you're a dork. <laughs> right. But then yet, there's other things that are like initial, like the guilt. You move past the guilt. Right, but you move past it together. Right. Because you both feel it. I, I mean, right. I, I'm sure. Some, I, mean, I can't speak for you, but well, yeah. I'm sure some swingers right now are going. I never felt guilty about it at all. She said it was okay. He said it was okay. We fucked. It was awesome. But I, I playing think, alone, yes, I think there'd be more guilt. Well, but I mean, I think initially there's a little bit of you. You sit there after the first time and go, "I just had sex with somebody else. Yeah, she was there, but I just, you know, fuck somebody else. I mean, I, I think there can be guilt. Maybe not guilt so much, but there is. There is. Jealousy, there is, I think some people go through a form of guilt. I think that it is, it's, it, it's just weird is what it is. It's a weird feeling the first time. Look, the first time you fuck somebody else or you watch your significant other fuck somebody else, there's a part of you that goes, that's fucking hot, mm-hmm. but that's my wife or that's fucking hot, but that's my husband. And that's confusing. Mm-hmm. Right? So 
But when you go through it together at the same pace, the things you're talking about are the same. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're, you know, when I'm going, hey, this is how I felt. I mean, it was hot, but it was like you were getting hammered by this dude and it wasn't me. Now, has this, have, have they played as a couple? They have played as a couple one time now. Okay. So suggestion is mm-hmm. right after you play for the first time is to sit down and go minute by minute over details and communicate feelings and concerns and, you know, your thought about the whole thing. Very true. Play it out. Because I remember our first time hooking up with somebody, (laughs) and we got in the car, and the hour ride home seemed like five minutes, because we went through every detail there was, (laughs) and talked about how we felt about it, what our concerns were, you know, were you okay with this, were you okay with that? Right. And and so I I agree with you 100%. So in this case, the advantage of having one person having been in the lifestyle longer is, here's the deal. You can instigate some of those questions. Mm-hmm. What what you have to do is you have to think back to what you went through when you were new. So maybe if she, if the other partner doesn't bring up a question or doesn't bring up a point, maybe steer them in that direction. Okay. So from your standpoint, being that first time, mm-hmm. because that was such a memorable oh, occasion. It was, it was fucking hot um, as fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's take a nail and shove it on my penis. I thought it was hot, and you come out five years later and say, you know, if you would have said it was horrible, (laughs) we would have never gone back because I did not like it at all. (laughs) So, you know, maybe that's, I don't know if that's a common first time type of thing. I don't know. But it's possibility. I don't know if it's common, but I think that, I think it's for a guy. But see, they have something similar with this because... She has said, I want you to go. It. She did say that it was hot watching him with another girl. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's good. Because if, if, if that hadn't been hot at all, then you need to consider, is this the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. That was hot. So that's a plus. And she wants him to continue. She, she knew all the way through he was in the lifestyle and all, you know, wants that to continue all the way through. So. I just like I didn't say, oh my god, I hated it. I think some people instead of saying I hated it, they say I want you to go ahead and do it. Okay, so from your standpoint of being the one that hated wasn't it. <laughs> necessarily well, I can't say hated it because it was hot, but then yet it was awkward and it was a bad it was a bad first experience for you. So <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. so. What how, what made you want to do it the second time? Well, okay, and that's an awesome that's an awesome question because that's a really key point. The our first experience sucked ass for me, not because of sex. Okay, this is the part where it gets all fucking mind fucked in here. A, my dick never got hard; it just got yanked off. So I never stuck my dick in anything other than you. Okay. The sex and you fucking the other guy or, or what I perceived or whatever, that part was hot. It was the rest of the bullshit around it that made it a shitty experience. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I would pose to them is, okay, if if the watching the sex was, was hot, right? Then you know what? Here's the deal. That's the part that's supposed to be hot. That That's the part that you're you're in the right frame of. It, it's having the proper effect. If that part makes you nauseous, or if that part you go, oh my God, I don't ever want to see that again, 
that's where the lifestyle is not for you. So now you have to take a look at what are the other outside things that is that's really you need more to analyze to see where the actual issue is. Yes, you had look. You have to analyze the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. For the, for the for the person that has experience, you have to be patient as fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to be patient. You have got to go back and look at and think back, think hard, and remember your first time and all those first time emotions. Mm-hmm. That's a challenge we have. Anyway, okay, we play we play alone, right? Mm-hmm. So now, and we didn't start playing alone until we've been in it seven years. You still had to go back to the very how it began. Because that was such a change to rethink about those emotions because we get just so used to it. So if you've been in a while, you have to think about it. You have to really go back there and you have to be you have to be patient. You have to revisit it. You've got to watch your partner for like how they're actually perceiving shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because just because, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, you gotta read people and go, mm, yeah, no, they really don't yet. Mm-hmm. You know? But Nancy says I think the important thing is to let her take her time. Don't pressure her to do it. And Nancy, you are absolutely 100% correct. Mm-hmm. I Okay. I think that you have to, well, I'm going to say you're 99.999% correct. Well, pressure, you pressure too much. They're really going to back off. Right. But I think that you, you have to, I think that you, you absolutely don't, no one should do anything they're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But I think you should look for, Maybe some other alternatives. Let me give you a little more of the backstory with this. With TNT. The, one of the biggest challenges that one of the T's is having is having never been a swinger. Had been kinkster a little bit. Had come out of the kink side, which is a totally different ball game. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. That's a totally different ball game. But to, to, the, to the swinger side is they still feel like if, if she's getting laid, bucked by somebody else, that's cheating. Okay. okay, that that that's cheating. So, and she's we're gonna try to how to you know overcome that. It's easy when you're 20 years old to change is easy. When you're our age, it's not as easy, right? You know, I mean, it's it's all new learned experiences. My phrase is always, "It's not cheating if he knows." Right, exactly. Or she knows. Right. So, but Which my I- thing would be is, okay. So the first thing you tried was a full swap. Maybe look at trying, uh, maybe look at, at trying something different. Like my suggestion is try threesome mm-hmm. with another guy. So you have two, so or, you have two guys, right? But he's, but he's involved with the Her, touching right. and the, and, and to help reassure. Now here's a, here's a thought. Now. Quick, we need a joke in here real quick. No, no. Not <laughs> not everybody does it, but I'm a big advocate in it is you're you're fucking the other person the other you switched. Right. But occasionally go back. So right. there's reassurance and then go back. Right, yeah. Some sometimes switching back doesn't just have to be because somebody's having an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, that that so there's more like interaction. Maybe maybe be a little closer to each other. Maybe so that there can be actual Physical contact. So, mm-hmm. so while you're, while I'm fucking her and you're getting fucked by were him, were they doing the same room? Uh, I believe so. Okay, they were doing the same room, but maybe be closer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, look to some people, this is going to sound stupid, but it's 
after 27 years of being together in a relationship, swinging in a relationship, it, there's not that much difference. Mm-hmm. Not really. So there are times that the power of, of, of contact, mm-hmm. of skin on skin, mm-hmm. right, is super powerful for us. So here's the, if, if, and we've had that where you're having sex super close to each other. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you both have to be within, you know, that you're just like fucking rubbing nonstop. But there's something to be said that you've done it to me, will be with another couple, and just you touching my arm. It's not just taking away, you're not not paying attention to the guy that you're having sex with, or, or vice versa, just that that contact. Again, reassurance. Mm-hmm. Little Little reassurance things are like huge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. Switch back. Switch Take a second. So and alternate, back. you know, oh, yeah. do for so long, and then let's switch, and then let's switch back. Well, and and here's the thing: you don't have to if 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 the full swap. If you have to talk about it, and and the key is one party can't come up with all the the ideas of how to try stuff. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and, and the reason I say is because as, like as a guy, right? I want to be a fixer. Mm-hmm. Right, so if there's some guy that you're really interested in, and you don't feel like he's fucking giving you enough attention, or, or you know, mm-hmm. I've been tempted to, and I have sent a message saying, "Hey, here's the deal." Right, so the thing is, is again, communicate it. Mm-hmm. Let's try. What if we tried this? What if we tried this? What if we tried this? What do you think? That goes a long fucking ways. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's some things she goes, "Well, okay, we could try that," or. But you want to make sure, just like anything else, you both are equally involved in the decision. Mm-hmm. One of the challenges TNT has is they're a brand new couple. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, we had been together 18, 19, 19 years, years yeah. before we ever made the decision, before we ever tried this. Mm-hmm. So we had a history of us before we started going us plus penis or us plus penis and pussy. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, we had a good, we had us. So we knew us. Mm-hmm. So when you're still trying to learn the other person, uh, yeah, you're still trying to learn us, mm-hmm. make sure that everybody's inclusive in the decision. Now I reached out to them and obviously I talked to, to, to one of the T's and uh, one of the other big things that I said, because again, one of the T's is coming from an experience of it's, it's cheating and, and like, more the kink, which is a totally different mindset than a swinger, is and and talking about to take well if you take emotion out it's just sex, but how you do that, whatever the case may be. It's like, okay, if you go back to think about sex, mm-hmm. okay, and, and I did, look, I don't care how long you've been doing this. Everybody should do this. Everybody actually, here's your homework kids. No matter how long you've been swinging, no matter how long you've been together. You should all take at least like once a year. It's like getting a free credit report. You know, you check your credit once a year, right? You know, you you do you do regular routine maintenance on your car. You do you go to the doctor for an annual physical. Okay, you should do you should really do in the lifestyle like a an annual or semi annual like sex check. That's what it's called, sex check, okay. which is actually it's a mental check. Okay. Okay. I mean, the sex check is you know, do I get what? Yep. Do I get hard? Yep. Okay, that part works. Good. But the the mental part of it is where it is. And here's how you do this. You take and, and use the, the sales rules, okay? And, and when you sell stuff, it's the the 10-80-10 rule. Right? If you're selling like cars, like I, I might know about this, 10% of the people are going to walk in and just fucking buy anything you say. Oh, my God, I got to have it. Yay. 
Ten percent are going to be douche fucks and not buy it, no matter if you gave it away for free. You worry about the eighty percent in the middle, okay? So it's the same thing with a sex check. So here's what you do: throw out your greatest sexual experience. Just throw it out. Disregard it. Throw out your worst sexual experience. Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, how were the other eighty percent of the sexual experiences? Mm-hmm. And here's the key that you check on. This is how well you can gauge how you're doing in the lifestyle. Were the other eighty percent? Were they equally? Did it feel equally good with your partner as it did with somebody else? Because here's why I say this: sex feels the same. I don't care what anybody says. Look, you've got a hole. It's wet. For the most part, it's going to feel the same. For the most there, part. There's, there's, there's mineral, mineral, minerals? There's minerals in there. It's mineral water. There's minimal changes, okay? Mm-hmm. For a woman, as a general rule, a dick is a dick. Some might be small, you might not get as much. Some might be big, might stretch out kind of weird, mm-hmm. right? But most part, average sex is sex. So how did it feel? Look, if all of a sudden you start going, well, it always feels better with the, the best ones are all with somebody else, you might have a problem in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm telling you, a pussy's a pussy, a dick's a dick. It is what it is. There's not that much that tells you there's something else going on there. Mm-hmm. But if you go, yeah, the sex, the sex in my life is good. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, in fact... My best sex is still, or the sex I enjoy the most is still with my partner. Why? Because you still have the, the connections and all the other, the other part of it. Yeah. This is sport fucking. This is real life. Mm-hmm. And I do this enough. It's like jacking off. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, the thing is, is and, and that's key. So do that. If you're in a new in a relationship, and, and in this case, helping TNT to understand the difference, have them do a sex check. Because when they really realize the fact that when they can see that a dick's a dick, it's going to feel, it's pretty much going to feel the same. It's the emotion. It's in the head. That's the difference. Then it's easier to understand why swinging, when both people know what's going on, is not cheating. Mm -hmm. You know, that's when they get it. Okay, so last week, I had a fun week. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. I had a fun week. You were at your job, making money, being responsible, doing what you're supposed to do. I was at my job, which is out of the house, and I had playtime. Mm-hmm. Did it, and, and it was on. It was on a Monday. <laughs> I love Mondays. Anyways, didn't know, but did you knew when it was starting and everything else? Even though you knew when it was going to start, did it, it? Did it affect you at work? No. Because we had communicated, we knew what was going on with it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Take that same scenario back seven years ago. What would you have got accomplished at work? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. But it's a but it's about that communication and that understanding and all the rest. Now, had you met the person no. that I was playing with on Monday? No. Still did it bother you? No, I was jealous I couldn't be home. Right, exactly. There was jealousy because you had to be at work and I'm you like, couldn't I be home. I want to play. I want to be home playing. 
But that comes with time because here's the thing. We have that. We do the sex checkup. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know that that sex is fucking. Mm-hmm. That's sport fucking. That's not relationship But sex. we also, you, after everything was done, mm-hmm. you gave me a play-by-play. Yes, I did. Which is awkward when you're at work and people can overhear you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was not talking and quietly. I have to give signals and... <laughs> I can't answer know, all the way I want to. I can't tell you that right now. Right, but it, but it was, and that's the thing. So we, but we communicate, but that's when I knew how we communicated after the mm-hmm. fact. And that's the key. So, you know, again, it, it's not an easy path, but it, it is what it is. Okay, so real quick, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our second sponsor, uh, and then we'll be right back. We're going to keep talking about this question, okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, folks, have you ever wanted to get to proudly show off your support for the crazy truth and crazy Casba? Now's your chance. Visit us online at www.crazycasba.com. You can learn about the on-air talent, Miss Amanda, and that other guy, Cole. You can learn about the sound guy. Learn where we came from and why is our theme fuck off. Uh, you can learn. You can get merchandise and so much more. Learn about our crazy winter nights that's coming up very, very soon. And even submit your application or someone that you know that deserves to win the Casba Lifestyle of the Year Award. Visit us today, www.crazycasba.com. And we're back. <laughs> Okay, so you say that as <laughs> So, uh, you know, as 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 we've talked about TNT and and kind of all those things, I guess the biggest thing I want to I want people to know is that if you communicate completely, and if you take however much time it takes to get so everybody truly truly understands, you can overcome any problem mm-hmm. or challenge. Right. Well, and then another suggestion is don't give up after just one try. That is exactly it. That's exactly. I say try try things at least twice mm-hmm. before you say absolutely not. Well, and try a different setting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's so many. Look, there's so many things in life, and this is where again, the, for whoever is the more experienced of the two, keep that in mind. There's all these different things that happen, mm-hmm. different experiences. Look. Uh, some people, you bet a group of people around, they're just not going to perform or they're not going to feel as comfortable. It's not going to be as good. Some people want people around. Some people, you know, some people need more to a dinner and, and to get more comfortable with the other couple ahead of time. There's so many different scenarios. Just remember, we were all new ones, mm-hmm. right? So you have to take and try to kind of find that happy medium. Now, maybe it won't ever work. Uh, it, there's no guarantees in this whole thing. Yeah, you have no idea. Right, but it's worth a shot to 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 find out. But keep trying to... And here's the thing. TNT, uh, I know you guys are listening. Give us an update. Let us know. You know that, well, seriously, I want to yeah. know, you know, if, if anything we say helps. If not, well, then, you know, send us notes. Tell us to fuck off. It wouldn't be the first time. No, it wouldn't. That's a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. That was one. a good one. All right, are you ready? Are you ready for round two? Ding, ding. I don't know, am I? <laughs> no, probably not, actually. Okay. <laughs> See, some some, oh, some shows are lighter than others. I, I don't know the questions, and you're <sighs> awfully antsy. No, this, this is a good one. This is going to push us, make us better as people. Okay. All right, so this question uh, comes to us from a newer couple out of mm-hmm. New York. 
Okay. They okay. didn't want initials. They didn't want anything. Okay. Uh, they they have been they have been in the lifestyle for about six months. Okay. Okay. So their question uh, is about they are contemplating uh, becoming or being in a polyamorous relationship, and so okay. what they wanted to know was they wanted to know if they should, <laughs> if they should, uh, why or why not, and what they should watch out for or what they should look forward to. Okay, number one, before we go any further with this, there's a couple things that people, we are very honest about, hence why it's the crazy truth, because we tell the truth, okay? We are not experts on poly relationships, nor do we claim to be. Mm-mm. And when you're talking about poly relationships, truly polyam- polyamorous relationships, there are a shit ton of different definitions. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. We are not qualified in any way, shape, or form to even list off all the different types of relationships there are. Okay, so the biggest thing is we know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay? And this is something that this question is spurring that we will have shows down the road that have folks that do understand and, and are in poly relationships on the show that can actually answer these questions better. So my thought was we have a little I'm, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer this towards kind of more what we know or more of the what the base swinger, the, the swingers would know or how the swingers would relate to this. Okay. Okay, which is a triad. Okay. Okay, so before we go any further, I think it's only fair that we give our background a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yep. So we we had always said we would never, 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 never be in a triad. Right. Okay. Uh, never say never to anything. No. Okay. So we were in a triad. In fact, we we just within it's been this year within the last three months ish that that. We ended that, or that that ended. It ended. It, it, just, but it ended. Okay? So understand, as we talk about this, our number one goal is going to be to keep this on, like any form of relationships out there, there are positives, there are negatives. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the biggest thing we're not, you know, this, we're not going to bash we're not going to. Well, no. We're not going to. We're not going to yell fa- false praises. We're not going to bash. Uh, understand. We can only talk based somewhat on our experience, right? Of this, okay. So that's why. That's why we can even talk about a triad because we, we've been in it. Mm-hmm. Now, depending on the day, there are some days in the past couple months since that we'd said we'd never do it again. Again, never say never. We didn't. My biggest, my first concern with the young couple from New York was. And I wasn't able to get a hold of them, okay? So I wasn't able to get out a lot more detail to even research, like, depending on what type of poly relationship they were talking about, mm-hmm. okay? It almost sounded like they were, like, looking for a poly relationship. They were looking for that triad. Okay. Okay? The one thing I <laughs> I believe, at least, going out looking for it is a really bad fucking idea. And it's not just a triad. Look, if you're single, and it's been a long time since I've been single, but if you're single and you are desperately looking for a girlfriend, you will not find one. No. Look, you can go and look for a puppy. 
you can go and look for a car. You can go and look for a house. If you go and look for a significant other, nothing good happens. Mm-hmm. That's something that just kind of has to just... It just kind of has to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, for one. So that's a dangerous... What you're going to do, and when you go out and you look for a significant other, you end up grabbing the first significant other, the first, you know, whether you're looking for a guy or girl, whatever it is, the first one you see that gives you an attention, you latch onto them like a fucking leech, and you're just like, I love you, never go away. And then that's bad. I mean, that's the potential for it to happen. Roundabout. I mean, I always tell people, you know, when you talk to singles and they're all like, gosh, I wish I could find somebody. (laughs) Quit looking. You quit looking, they're probably right underneath your nose. No, no shit. And then they'll be right underneath your... Well, Well, here's the thing. If you're out somewhere and if you're busy looking for the next possible, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, and then your true personality is not showing. Mm -hmm. If you're just out having a great time, Mm -hmm. then all of your best qualities are going to show, in theory, are going to show. And and all of a sudden, like you said, boom, there you go. Mm-hmm. There's that person and something, and then the magic's in the air, and blah, 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 blah. To me, a, tri- a tri- uh, trifecta. That would be a horse race. <laughs> Bring it home for daddy. Uh, no, but then, but then, you know, that when you're uh, a triad, when you're looking for that, again, it's not going to be very real. Mm-mm. You know, because your real personality isn't showing, you're not just having fun, whatever. If, if you let things just naturally occur, as they're supposed to occur, that's going to be a huge plus for you, mm-hmm. right? So that's my first thing. Don't, I, don't go searching. I don't think. Mm-mm. Okay. Let it find you. Let it. Let it. Let it just happen. Let naturally let it happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next thing is, and this is a big one, and I, and I think that we can we can appreciate this a lot. For some reason, in the swinging community, and in the lifestyle. There's like this huge fucking desire to label everything. Yeah. Label everything. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is we are a, uh, or, you know, we're only into uh, BBW or this or that, or we're a couple that exclusively does this, or we only want that, or, you know, and we label down and narrow down and narrow down. We want to label everything. So it happened with us. Mm-hmm. There was a, for a, quite a long time of the of of our of our poly experience, we all all three avoided labels. Mm-hmm. We refused to put labels on stuff, mm-hmm. and then we kind of caved. Mm-hmm. And then because everybody else started putting labels on for us, mm-hmm. right? So then all of a sudden, the other person became. Uh, our girlfriend or whatever, or, you know, there also, there was all these labels and it was just like that, that creates an added weight. I, I think that was something that I can honestly say we thought we were ready for in terms of labels, but we weren't mm-hmm. because it, it, all of a sudden it, it just, it went from just, we we're all having fun to all of a sudden there, it's like you felt like there was responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like all of a sudden you got a business card made or some shit. Well, I mean seriously, like if you know, as soon as somebody gets a little bit of a managerial title, you know, like it's like selling in sales. As soon as you go from a salesperson to senior sales, all of a sudden that like this that that word senior all of a sudden puts some added sort of 
goo into the fucking mix. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So I guess the biggest thing is don't rush to put a title on it. Don't rush to be the first one to be to have to yell from the mountaintops. We're gonna try it. Don't. I mean, it, it, I mean, if that's what you all want, great. But when you are ready to put titles on it, or if you're ever ready to put titles on it, then go with it. Six months into it, why you know why rush into it? Well, I, yeah. It, look, not saying that they aren't ready for it, or not saying anything else. But six months into it, I don't know if you've really experienced that much to bring another person in, and whether it's a male or a female right. would depend. But then yet, you're going to probably have some jealousy issues, and you're going to... But maybe they're comfortable with it, and that's okay. Well, and, and, and that's part of it, too, is maybe it's not so much... There are a lot of poly couples that are not swingers. Mm-hmm. And there's one of the things that goes with the confusion of it. Poly does not necessarily equal swingers. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, it's a form, polyamorous lifestyle, kingster lifestyle, swinger lifestyle. The rest of the world goes, oh, it's all the same. No, it's not. Mm-mm. Okay, there's a lot of, of polyamorous relationships that they are not swingers. Right. They are not kingsters. They would be highly offended. They have the same issues, hold the hangups, whatever the case may be out against swingers that that uh, your quote-unquote regular couple would. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think one thing the young couple has to decide is, are you are you looking at it from a swinger standpoint or from a polyamorous standpoint? If, you, if, you, if you're out looking, really you don't want to swing, you want a polyamorous relationship, there are groups out there mm-hmm. that can help you and, and really give you great insight with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because just assume that somebody else like to be on a polyamorous group and to help that relationship form and then go, oh, by the way, we're swingers. There could be some people going, wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you have to you have to understand. Because what ours had some label of because we were open. Because we were. And she was open. Right. And, and we allowed everybody else to have sex with somebody else. It was totally different. It was a totally. Uh, one of our friends says, oh, cracks the joke. That with polyamorous relationships, you need a whiteboard because there's so many different things, and and that's why again we say we're not experts, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I, I I guess my my if you are a swinger wanting to add a third, okay, number one, swing a little bit and give yourself some time. Mm-hmm. I okay, my first thought that kicks in at that point in time is every dude's fantasy, mm-hmm. right? Every guy's fantasy would go, man, it would be awesome. A threesome is awesome. Every guy wants a threesome with, with two girls, right? That's what every guy wants. Mm-hmm. Not every guy, but 99.99%, whatever. And then you have that. And it fucking rocks. It, I mean, it, it rocks. I, I could have one every day. I won't grow tired of it. I thoroughly enjoy that. That kicks ass. But then there it goes to the assumption, wouldn't it be awesome if that was your life? If, if Okay, so all of a sudden we're going from like, the pages of a magazine to like real life that you have. This is your relationship. Mm-hmm. Like any relationship, there's good and there's bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you have another person's emotion into a relationship, uh, look, that's another level of responsibility mm-hmm. and, and understand, please make sure you're getting that. Everybody gets this. We're not saying Polly's good or bad. We have a very good, very good friends of ours. That have been in poly relationships 
for a long time. They're currently in one that's been a long, long time. And very successful. They love it. It's it's great. Rock on. But even he, well, even they will say there are challenges there. Mm-hmm. Okay? I, it, <laughs> it just is what it is. I know from a, a movie standpoint, swinger sex, not swinger, but porn thought process, the fact of every night, you know, I'm in the middle of a giant fucking bed and I lean over and give Miss Amanda a kiss goodnight. And I lean over and give fucking, you know, Susie a kiss goodnight. And I sit back naked and I just go, oh, seems perfect. But there's more hours to the day than that. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, you have to, as you get into something like that, you need to understand that. We have also seen what started off as a triad. And here's the deal. From here on, I'm not going to refer to it as poly because I don't think that's fair to the poly community. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to a triad, the swinger version or what we know. We have seen triad situations go horribly fucking south. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because of jealousy and shit like that. Because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, what started out as a triad situation in theory turned into a home wrecking situation. Yeah. Not just once. We've seen this multiple times. Mm-hmm. We have seen it multiple times. And here's the thing. Nobody, that was not the plan of anybody in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Well, and there was also one that had a young female brought in. Yes. And I had to do some counseling of, you can't expect her to just clinch on and not want to carry on a different, you know. Uh, Yeah. Uh, We joke all the time. We joke all the time and say... If we got divorced right now, which would be funny as fuck, but if we got divorced right now, neither one of us would start fucking dating a 20-something. No. Because neither one of us want to re-break somebody in. Mm-mm. We broke each other and we're good. We're in mm-hmm. our 40s. I don't want that shit. So, yeah, when you, you know, we've seen it where where it ended just literally mm-hmm. just like that. You, When you start bringing somebody in and... Just like the ones that have went horribly south. Again, it was nobody's intention. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is is everybody starts off with great intentions with these. But when it goes south, or if it goes south, it can have some serious consequences. And you need to know and understand that. The one person that we know that has, uh, that's been in a polyamorous relationship for years, how many... Third girl, I mean, second girl, has there been? Ah, uh, you know, I don't honestly know. I don't, I don't know. Because I'd be curious to know that number. Because you know, well, how many girlfriends have you had? Well, and I, and I don't think it's a super many. I think they've been pretty long term, long term, long term. But they're also they came through the kink side and through the polyamorous side of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So when as those developed they had the resources there to understand it mm-hmm. and the education and it sounds stupid because you know well we don't need education for sex but yeah when you get into triads and you get into some of those things it's more than just sex that's that's the part people don't get mm-hmm. is that it's more than just sex so you know when when and again it's hard because that you know we fully on our page and everything we do we're we are totally supportive of polyamorous and we're totally supportive of kinksters and we're totally life swingers in the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just, I think that so many people, at least in the swinger standpoint of it, 
they have this false sense of what it is, mm-hmm. right? And they, they have this false sense of what it's going to, what you're going to do or how this is magically going to happen. And, and uh, you have to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess the thing is, and it, you know, there is no like easy answer. And again, they want to know what should we do it? Should we do it? Nobody can answer no that No one for can you. answer that, no. Nobody can answer for you whether or not it's right for you. That's communication between you two and... Well, and, and there's the other thing, possibly you three. Mm-hmm. And that's the other part of it. Is it it's about communication. And it has to be very, very honest mm-hmm. communication. Uh, are there things to look out for? We can't tell you what the things are to look out for. Everybody's situation is completely different. Mm-hmm. What all the parties want is completely different. What you're looking for, what... You know, is there is there a kink aspect to it? Is it just a mm-hmm. swinger aspect to it? Is there, you know, whatever the case may be. So we can't tell you if there is a, you know, what to look out for. Uh, is it positive or negative? Nobody can tell you that either. Mm-hmm. Again, those are all, that's the thing with it. That's, the, I guess, the biggest word of caution I would throw out to the young couple from New York is you're asking a lot of questions, hoping for someone else to give you answers that when you're dealing with humans and human emotions and other people, nobody can give you those answers. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that you have to discover on your own and you and your partner, and, and in this case, if you're going to bring somebody else in, them as well, have to discover and work through. There is no set manual that goes, oh, well, page 12. Mm. Yep, we're compatible. Great. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it just doesn't. It's like any other relationship. Look, if relationships were easy... There would never be divorces, okay, <laughs> and that's a relationship between two people. So, how many couples have we seen become victims of the lifestyle? Several. A fucking lot, right? Mm-hmm. Because, and that's just spending one night or one time fucking somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you bring in a third person, uh, look, some of the greatest bands in in modern rock history, they'll talk about it all the time. Interviews with David Lee Roth and Van Halen. With Kiss, they all, they've said it before, a band is like marriage, but try to imagine making a marriage work with four people. Well, it's the same thing with, with mm-hmm. polyamorous relationship. Try to imagine, you know, taking all the regular shit of a relationship mm-hmm. and making it work with another person. That has to be included in all parts of it because it does affect all parts of their life as well. Right. So if you don't know, if you're asking those types of questions, I strongly encourage and invite you to do more research. Do more research. Reach out to other polyamorous groups uh, and educators in your area that can probably provide way better examples, way more, way more examples, uh, and and maybe help guide you and things to look for and not look for, whatever the case may be. I, I think you should do that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if you're just looking at it from porn sex standpoint, okay, have a three. Have a threesome, have friends with benefits, have fun, don't put a label on it. Mm-hmm. And still, and but I mean, still communicate, but just have fun with it right. a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's the way it should have to go that way. So, oh, look there, what, we're done? Really? How long do we go tonight? Is this like 60 minutes-ish, 50, 51? Can we go longer? Can we go longer, harder? Can we take talk real quick so I <laughs> longer, harder, harder? Hey, you know, real quick, I want to talk about, we are doing crazy, uh... Summer nights, it'll be about a week away when this show is aired. 
Chris, I just said summer, right? Yeah, you did okay. say summer. Sweet. Uh, so <laughs> make sure you check out, you know, hey, join our page, man. Uh, send us an email at crazy.casba at gmail.com if you want to be part of our secret shh Facebook page. We really would like to have more people. Where we are closing on 3,000 members on that page. Uh, we're almost at 13,000 followers on another page. We're, we've got a lot of people talking to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'd like you to be a part of the, of the family as well. And uh, throwing a quick thing out here, hey, if you are a business, Crazy Winter Nights, we're about to raise the bar. It's something uh, to be the largest party in the Midwest and probably the largest party in the country this winter. Uh, we're going to hear January 17th through the 19th. If you're a business and you would like an opportunity uh, to – make a huge impact and reach out to the kink and uh, swearing community, then you need to let us know. We want to talk to you and we want you all there because it's going to be a blast. Mm-hmm. A hotel with 80,000 square feet of space. We have it all. Mm-hmm. There's not a single vanilla anywhere to be seen. <laughs> uh, anyways. So we'll be making more, <laughs> we'll be making more announcements about those. It's coming through. But we love you guys all. We appreciate all the support. Don't forget to get us, find all the places you can follow us, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all the places. There's a whole list of them coming up. Make sure you do all those. Uh, so a quick shout-out to our sponsors again. Uh, Natural Pines Resorts, the adult playground. Remember, they have theme weekends every single weekend. You can visit them at www.naturalpinesresort.com. Uh, make sure you go check them out, not just at our event on August 2nd through the 4th, which is also my birthday weekend. Birthday, birthday, birthday. Uh, but you can check them out. They have events all year long. Make sure you do. Over 120 acres of pure adult fun. <laughs> nah. Uh, and also, don't forget that you can check us out as well. Learn more about us at www.crazycasba.com. Buy merch, please. Uh, and uh, <laughs> learn about us for our newsletter and all the in- insanity that goes with it. Uh, that all, that's all I got. So, until next time, doing it the only way I know how, the only way I want to, The only way I ever fucking will. Casma style, out. Bye.